Full Service Radio is supported by Compass, the future of real estate in the metro D.C. area and beyond. Discover more at compass.com. Tune in to Full Service Radio. Full Service Radio. Full Service. Full Service. Full Service. Full Service Radio. Welcome back. We are live from 202 Creates inside of 200 I Street Southeast in the Navy Yard. And if this is your first time here, you are now listening to the All the Fly Kids Show with the cool, calm, and connected talk straight, no chaser. I'm your host, Geronimo Knows, urban culture and lifestyle enthusiast, reformed blogger turned full-time interviewer. Um, I'm rolling a dolo today. I don't have super, co- super engineer backpack Matt with me on co-host duty. But nonetheless, you can usually find us um, wherever you listen to podcasts um, from iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, all those things. Uh, make sure you rate, comment, and subscribe on all those uh, platforms. Wherever you listen to podcasts, rate, comment, subscribe, so that way you don't ever miss a show. And we're normally live every Monday at 1 p.m. on FullServiceRadio.org, um, recording out of the full, out of Full Service Radio inside the Lion Hotel in Washington D.C. And if you miss a live broadcast, again, you can just find us on any of your favorite streaming apps that you listen to podcasts. And again, be sure to rate, comment, and subscribe wherever you listen so you don't miss an episode. And also subscribe to the All the Fly Kids and Fairground Times YouTube pages to catch all our recap videos and our web series like Cool Calm Connected and the latest release, Set Up Shop. So um, we're doing a pop-up uh, podcast. So again, we're here at the 202 Creates office inside of 200 I Street Southeast. Um, and I said I'm going to talk to people who are in attendance today because um, I like talking to people. That's what I do. So um, I'm going to let each guest, since we're moving kind of fast, I'm going to let each guest introduce themselves and tell a little bit about what it is that they do and what brought them into two, 202 Creates. And then we're going to jump into random aside real quick. So first guest, state your name and what it is you do. Hey, guys, what's going on? Um, I'm KJ. Uh, I'm the studio manager here at 202 Creates. I'm a photographer, and I'm the CEO of Melange Management. Word. Okay. And what is Melange Management? Melange Management is a brand developing and consulting agency. Word. Okay. And what influenced that that move? Um. So I'm originally from here mm-hmm. in the DMV. And what, then is, what is here exactly? Here, I'm PG County, born and raised. Okay. You pretty gotta, girl county. You got you got to rep. You got to rep where you're from. You know, can't just say DMV is yeah, broad. D- okay. So like <laughs> PG Maryland, County, Virginia. Yeah, me. But like the metropolitan area. So, um, PG, born and raised, yeah, me. And then um, I had moved to New York and I had started photography out there. And a lot of people were like, oh, help me with my portfolio. Da, 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 da. And so I wanted to come back home to where I felt like a lot of opportunities weren't available to, you know, not only our POC people, but our artists here. Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to come and have a stepping stone for all of our artists here. Right, right, right. Um, OK, sounds good. And I think I, I know a lot of people, um, they need that structure. They need that that insight because um for a very long we just had people just creating but not really knowing biz- the business and, and how to monetize their work Absolutely. you know and the more people and that's something i always said you know I, I lived i lived in um in new york for quite some time and um i'm up there all the time and i still have a lot of connections there and some other um um markets that are more settled within um creative industries and what have you and i've learned a great deal and um it's my goal to um display put that on display while i'm here in dc because um there's a lot of great talent here and a lot of great talent that deserves to be able to sustain their art and sustain their work whether it's art whether it's um, um 
fashion, whether it's music, whether it, whatever, whatever the, their medium is, um, they deserve to sustain that. They're worthy of that. And I want to make sure that I can either be a bridge to be able to do that or, 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 or drop some gems on them in a, in a way for them to be able to do that. You know, it's crazy. That was literally my exact verbiage yesterday. I said there weren't any opportunities to sustain artists yeah. in this area. So I think that's pretty much one of our biggest goals over at Melange Management. Okay. Yeah. All right, cool. All right, so since you only had 10 minutes, we're going to jump right into <laughs> random aside. Gotta go. <laughs> right now. Okay, so boom. We're going to do rapid fire. I'm not even going to give no uh, no feedback on any of your answers, all right? So we'll right. do random aside. This is the segment of the show okay. where we uh, just ask our guests 30 random questions about stuff they like outside of just they work. You I'm know? ready. You ready? I'm ready. All right, boom. What's the flyest thing you've ever done? Shoot, I was on top of this 60 story building and I was on the edge taking pictures. Okay. To that's try me. That's pretty Talk fly. about a real shooter. You was, you was about to fly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is the name of the first person you kissed? Eric Colarusso. Dang. That's the first time we had a first. That's the first Eric time Colarusso. We had a first, that's the first time we had a first. Shout out to my man, Eric. <laughs> yeah, that's the first time we had a first and a last name. All right, describe. Oh, should I have done that? I mean, that's on you. It's, it's <laughs> out there now. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) Describe life with Kanye West as president That's all you got (laughs) (laughs) That's all we got (laughs) Name one thing you change about yourself Nothing Is it possible to make The process look sexy Hell yeah You just had a shitty day What's your comfort food or vice of choice I got me a fat J Okay what invention or innovation will officially mark the end of the world? To that, um, those uh, intelligence, IA? AI, 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 AI. Yeah, yeah. yeah, okay, end of the world already oh. happening. Okay, do you believe the producers of Family Feud secretly want to start a race war? Absolutely. Pick a superhero. <laughs> Superman. How will the country change once marijuana is fully legalized? Everyone will be so much more relaxed. Name your favorite denim brand. Mmm, Levi. Name three places in your city to take a first-time visitor. Three places in my city to take a first-time visitor. National Harbor, The Cliff, and Georgetown. If you were diagnosed with a rare disease and told the only way to live was to exercise five days a week, how long would you last? (sighs) A week. Okay, and after that you did. (laughs) A week. Rooftop barbecue or backyard barbecue? rooftop is it more important to be right or on the right side of history (laughs) i think it's more important to be on the right side of history what gives you power love name the last amazing album you heard oh fucking blonde can i curse yes you can okay (laughs) (laughs) i I forgot to say that i strive for open honest dialogue and you feel if you feel the need to curse that you can but you've already cursed and i've cursed so it's all good we're good um blonde was a minute ago okay but i mean i'm I'm not saying no 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 no. i'm just saying that wow it just just puts it in perspective yeah it was like two years ago now i'm like i still listen to it like almost every day but anyways all right name the best chicken spot anywhere freak you know it's this joint called chicken and waffles over on like st barnabas road that really be getting me right Okay. I think I know where that is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how, how has your upbringing informed your life choices, good and bad? Shoot. I think my parents did an excellent job on me. Um, <laughs> maybe too good of a job because now I'm like super bougie. So says everyone else. But I mean, hey, it's good and bad. 
Are you bougie? Or I said I wasn't going to give feedback, but mm. I, uh, you brought up a point that <laughs> comes up with a lot of friends of mine. Mm-hmm. Are you bougie or you just have good taste? And people associate good taste. That's a with, good question. With, 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 uh, with the upper echelons of society. And mm-hmm. even as a black person, they associate um, good taste with whiteness. Mm. You know, Come so. on. I think I think you really just hit a soft spot for me because I, I think the same thing. I'm like, I just certain things I just will not do. And mm-hmm. I don't think it's because I'm bougie, but so says everyone else. But I think it's a good pros and cons okay. sometimes. All right. Name name the one best and one worst character trait of your generation. Tuh, this whole little clout thing that everybody got going on, it could be good and bad, you know. Okay. Yeah. You're on an episode of Shark Tank. What are you pitching and wearing? Shoot, you know, shout out to uh Blake Porter Studios. They always get me right, get a nice clean fit for the uh for the people and I'm pitching shoot. <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to come back to that one. Okay. All right. Best late night food anywhere. Uh Surfside over in uh DuPont. Okay. Rockefeller or Cash Money? Rockefeller. Have you ever suffered from FOMO, fear of missing out? <laughs> sometimes to be out the window like all my friends are having fun and i'm in the house (laughs) (laughs) it'll pay off in the end (laughs) right you've been given a major award and you're being viewed by millions who are you shouting out in your award speech shout out to god it's my man jc shout out to my mama love you mama (laughs) (laughs) what sits at the intersection of empathy and self-determination say that one more time what sits at the intersection of empathy and (laughs) self-determination loneliness okay (laughs) something to think about right um be rich where you are or live wherever you want on your current income i'm living wherever i want on my current income you hear me craziest uber or lyft experience oh my goodness so just this just this morning <laughs> i looked over at my uber driver he only has one charger i looked over his phone his phone's on 80 percent. i said can i use your charger he said oh no i'm charging my phone i said okay one star boy the heck wow that was okay. so rude <laughs> I need. Uh, it makes me think about getting back into that business because people, the drivers just don't. They be doing it all wrong. I was just like, you just not gonna let me use your charger. You about to be riding around all day, and I gotta get out the car, and you not about to let me use your charger. Yeah, he would have lived. Uh, <laughs> you can use only one social media platform for the rest of your life. What is it? Twitter. What does living my best life mean to you? <laughs> Being happy, loving, loving other people. I think that's a part of my best life. Okay. Yeah. Right. Well, we have reached the end of Random Aside. We've reached the end this of this, so much fun. this part of the podcast. So um, tell people where they can find you. Okay. So um, you can follow me on Instagram at KJO Photo, Twitter at Melange CEO. Follow my business account at Melange Management and Melange MGMT on Twitter. Word. KJ, it was a pleasure. So I'm not going to hold you any longer because I know you got to go. I appreciate it. Yeah, you know, I got um, my lighting studio uh, session seminar here at 202 Creates. So going to go do that. Word. All right. Thank you again. Appreciate it. You don't even know how excited I am right now. I can tell that I'm you're quite excited. let you start talking. I, I, I can tell that you are quite excited, <laughs> sir. So um, we're going to jump right into it. So um, this gentleman in front of me is Mr. Bryant Bemo Brown. Right, right. And Bemo, tell people what it is that you do and what brought you here to 202 Creates today? Geronimo. First off, man, <laughs> first off, man, in the, in the last session we were just talking about, they were basically saying you got to stalk your hero so that you can meet him. So consider yourself stalked, brother. I appreciate that. You've been that. on my that, hit list for a minute. That that means a lot, brother. That really does. Right, so I see the, I see the platform that you're doing. And honestly, bro, I'm trying to 
stand on the shoulders of so many giants that already exist here mm-hmm. in the DMV area. Okay. Um, mostly I do production and creative direction. I represent a few artists in the city. Um, production side, I put on some events you might have heard, like the Speakeasy Situation, yes, yes. Dirty Live, Show and Tell, um, just some little R&B events. I like to focus on real live entertainment that's very sophisticated. Okay. It's interesting that you were just talking about being bougie. I was raised bougie, and I think it's a great thing. And I mean actual bougie, like of the bourgeois class. Okay. Jack and Jill. Morgan Freeman used to come to my to house the, every the, weekend. The black social clubs? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes, very much so. My grandfather... Um, was worked on the Reagan campaign, which put him in very interesting rooms, but mm-hmm. then led my mother to be in interesting rooms, and thus the social status and cla- uh, social style and and status of my family. Uh, my mother's side of the family is direct descendants from Mary Mc- Mary McLeod Bethune, mm-hmm. which is cool, and then my father's side is direct descendants from James Brown. Okay, so you can kind of wow. see the difference between the the two Absolutely. very sophisticated versus very yeah. james brown you know scholars versus you know the 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 the, the common man you know what i mean just got just got a little soul you know absolutely. <laughs> got absolutely. some swag absolutely <laughs> so to answer your question geronimo man i just try to do dope shit bro okay i try to do dope shit and then honestly i try to do it here in dc because i think this is if i had to put my stock in like the next major market to create culture is actually dc okay that's what i would think okay yeah word word all right so Let's, go, let's jump right into random aside so we can go ahead and get some more people through the door. For sure, for sure. All right, boom. So what's the flyest thing you've ever done? The flyest thing I ever done was when, when the great bike race of 1999 in Jefferson City, Missouri, on my two-speed bike on everybody else had mountain bikes. And this was in 99? This is in 99. Okay. I was in going into fifth grade. Okay. Uh, I won't forget. Um, is that where you're originally from, Missouri? Man, I'm not from anywhere, but I did live there okay. for like a good a good chunk of time. Um but yeah, at the you know to make a long story short, a fat one skinny. The end of the bike race '99 is actually at the bottom of Dead Man's Hill. The finish line is a curb. Everybody else used to break to get to the curb. Not 1999. I let it all loose. <laughs> Broke both my elbows. Yes, you can break an elbow. Dislocated I, I my shoulder. I don't even want to know what that feels like. I hate when I just bang my elbow up against something. I, <laughs> I can already. Uh, man, that's a that's a pain. That's bad enough in itself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Name the first person you kissed. Oh man, you don't first remember her person. Name. I okay. sure don't remember her name, bro. <laughs> it probably was because I mean, you got so many first kisses, though. You got the innocent first kiss, which is like, mm, hey, oh, I kiss somebody. Then there's that first kiss where you was like, oh, this is kissing. And then it was okay, the first how about, kiss. How about the first kiss that wasn't all that wasn't awkward? The first person you kissed that wasn't awkward. It wasn't an awkward moment for you. <laughs> Olga Bogorova in eighth grade. Olga Bogorova. Mm-hmm. All right. She got married. Eastern European, mm-hmm. Russian. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Describe life of Kanye West as president. Free. Too free. Too liberal. I want you to elaborate on that. <laughs> I was going to keep it pushed, but I, think, I want you to elaborate on that. Um, uh, controversy aside, I think that Kanye West is one of the great thinkers mm-hmm. um, and one of the geniuses of our generation mm. um i don't think genius is necessarily represented through intellectualism all the time intellectualism being described as kind of like academic work yeah um i think that you could be a genius of your body genius of your spirit genius of like what you produce mm. and kanye has mastered the art i think of the human voice especially in hip-hop and then um, using the human voice to affect so many different things and in the recent i guess controversy of kanye west everybody likes to attack 
you know, what he has to say. But I think underneath it is still this thought of everybody should be able to think what they want to think freely yeah. without consequence, which to me I think could be a great thing, it could be a terrible thing. Because you got some people who are thinking about social, social progress, you got some people who are thinking about fucking 12-year-old girls. So yeah. I think that's what we would get as Kanye is we would get a very, we would understand what true liberalism looks like. Mm-hmm. American liberalism has a connotation of being like... Liberalism like, without nuance or... Or, because it would be terrible. I'm not saying it would be like great. It'd be more like uh, floating more towards fascism, okay. liberalism rather than I'm talking about like big government. That's what I'm thinking about when I think about Kanye West as president. He wouldn't be a great president. It'd be very entertaining though. <laughs> <sighs> State of unions would be popping, bro. They would be popping. Inauguration. Can you imagine Inaugur- Hove er, sitting in, behind Kanye at the inaugural at the uh, State of the Union? With the yes and no face. Well, they they gotta they gotta make up first before that would even happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, 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 they still not uh they still not doing business right now. But um, so so let me ask you a question. Okay. Between the two of them, are you like I asked my mama this question. She gave me a very interesting idea. Does Jay Z owe Kanye an apology? Um. I don't think either one of them owe each other an apology. I think mm-hmm. both of them just need to have, if they haven't already had this conversation, but they just need to have a one-on-one, man-to-man conversation about bro to bro about about their their moves and decisions yeah. as yeah. as of late, especially as it relates to um, um, not uh, what was it uh, 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 uh with th- them uh, Jay Z and Beyonce not coming to Kanye to the and wedding. Kim's wedding and mm-hmm. all of that and whatever else transpired leading mm-hmm. up to that point because it's got to be definitely more than just it's that. Got to be. So yeah, be. I think they just need to have a conversation if it hasn't already happened. Okay. Um. All right. So name one thing you change about yourself. I should have went to French two when I went to Howard. Should've I never been. went to class and I failed French two, which okay. thus gave me an appreciation for learning how to fail academically and still get away with it. And then my academic career, Howard, suffered since. Okay. I wish I took French too seriously. That's okay. what I'd change. Is it possible to make the process look sexy? Is that assuming that I'm already not sexy? No. That's assuming the process of the, the, the hustle, the grind, and all the, 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 the unsexy stuff that oh, nah. never gets shown. No, nah, it's no way to make it look sexy. Because it's, although... Mm, Okay, I'm gonna get a little graphic, Geronimo. I'm sorry, I get a little graphic, right? Hey man, so I like strive we are, for open, honest dialogue. Right. So we all watch porn, right? And porn is very much like outside, <laughs> like very much outside looking at people. Uh-huh. Have you ever tried to watch porn from inside the vagina? Wait, what? Yeah. Have you ever seen those documentaries <laughs> oh. of like somebody having sex, but the camera is inside the woman's vagina? No, I haven't. <laughs> that's not. It's not sexy looking. No, it's that's. I'm imagining. But you would agree. That sex feels amazing. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, you would even agree to a point that porn is kind of cool. I wouldn't put you in that spot, but you know, billion dollar industry is not it, just it, be about myself. Certain parts of it is cool. Others are just like, wait a second, this is right, pushing this is too, too much. This, this is, is too much. You got the, right. Yeah. But we would agree it's sensational on a point. Yeah, absolutely. Watching porn from the inside out would be like trying to describe the process. Okay. No. When I tell you about it, when I tell you about the things that I've sacrificed, the things that I've lost, and even some of the things that I've gained and the, and the, and the happiness that I've, I've gotten, no, it's not going to look sexy from the inside out. Okay. Hell no. Nah. But right. when I back this camera up, when I put these angles on. <laughs> when you do it for the gram. When I do it for the gram, I'm going to make it look sexy, of course. All right. You just had a shitty day. What's your comfort food or vice of choice? <sighs> just had a sh- Probably sleep, man. Sleep and try again. We don't get enough sleep. In, in, in this country So I ain't mad at that Mm-mm. What invention or innovation Will officially mark The end of the world 
oh, when humans began to walk. Well, let me put it this way. <laughs> so we've, let me put it this way. We've already started uh, yeah, yeah. gradually getting to the end of the okay, world. Okay, let me think about this. Think about it this way. The earth will always be here. Right. Especially longer than we can fathom. Regardless, Just, regardless of the state that it's in. Right. Regardless. So when we say save the planet, we're not really talking about the planet dying. We're talking about us dying from the planet. Yes. We started to die the moment we started to walk. I think, personally, and I think this is actually an optimistic thought, I think humans are unnatural. Therefore, we will remove ourselves from nature eventually or be removed from nature. I th and I think that's a positive thought. I don't know if you're somebody I could talk to when I've been smoking or something, man. You, what? You, <laughs> we have the even, best conversation. Even, even drinking, I just be like, I've, I've been told I'm 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 pretty deep and prophetic, but now you got me thinking about man. No, okay. think about it okay. though. Okay, okay, if okay. humans <laughs> are unnatural, that means that everything that we do is an intentional decision. It's not something that's it's not some invisible force that's driving us. It's not that we're hungry because when we're hungry, we go to the grocery store. The grocery store is unnatural. Yeah. We created the grocery store. Yeah. Grocery store. If a wolf could have a grocery store, nigga. <laughs> what? Well, Elton John said we didn't start the fire. It's been all, it's always been turning since the since it's always been burning since the world's been turning. That's true. Um, all right, Elton John. You uh, you um, no, was it? Oh no, it wasn't Elton John. It was Billy Joel. My fault. Billy Joel. Wrong white guy. It's okay. Yeah, Billy Joel. Uh, Billy Joel got some hits. All right. Do you believe the producers of Family Feud secretly want to start a race war? I'm not educated enough on the, that topic. The producers, not Steve Harvey. I got to make that clear. Right, right, right. I don't want to just Do go. Do they want to start a race war? When's the last time you watched Family Feud? I know, I know it's always black family versus white family. That's been <laughs> since like 02. Okay. So maybe, or, or we could choose to think that maybe the producers of Family Feud are trying to find equity intelligence between two races okay flip a flip a negative into a positive that's I like what that. i do man all right pick a superhero spider-man how will the country change once marijuana is fully legalized cocaine's next interesting considering cocaine is the schedule too mm -hmm. mm. all right name your favorite denim brand jeez i, I threw this question in there because it's my goal to get people to to, to learn about good denim because I, I realize because people really don't know because i don't know good denim people spend a lot of money on denim that is the same quality as denim that's a fraction of the price and the more i see that the more i'm just like oh my god this is killing me um we can skip that we can skip that oh whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> what are you really saying then is it really denim that you're worried about or is it something else? It's I want people to know that quality doesn't necessarily quality and price tag are not synonymous. That's what I want people to know. Mm, Kanye said the same thing. Notoriety, popularity and quality is not necessarily synonymous. That's true. That's what I want people to know. You know, so that's what that's what I'm saying. I don't know. OK, to answer cool. your question. <laughs> All right. Name three places in your city to take a first time visitor. Oh, um, we definitely going up Howard. Because uh, that's, you know, our university. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to take them to the big chair because mm -hmm. it's really dope. Mm -hmm. And then I like taking people to uh, the Lincoln Memorial. Lincoln actually scares the shit out of me when I walk up there every time. <laughs> I'm afraid of birds and I'm afraid of things that are bigger than me. And Lincoln intimidates me. One of the few white men in history that when I look at him, I go, fuck. Okay. okay. Wow. If you were diagnosed with a rare disease and told the only way to live was to exercise five days a week, how long would you last? Do I die on the fifth day? You die um, as soon as you 
I'm not gonna give you nothing. <laughs> you, um, you tell me. If business is good, I'll live a long time. Okay. Rooftop barbecue or bar- backyard barbecue? Backyard, baby. Okay. Is it more important to be right or on the right side of history? Who's right in history? Think, the, of th- think of it in terms of the fact that there's a lot of uh, revisionist history. So now answer the question. I'd rather be right then. Okay. What gives you power? What gives me power? You got me on that one, Geronimo. What gives me power? What gives me power? Independence? Freedom? Okay. Name the last amazing album you heard. So the last one I heard, so I've been really thick on, and I'm sick I missed the R&B club discussion because I was trying to go and I couldn't make it. I've been really listening to The Miseducation of Lauryn Hill. Okay. A lot. Okay. A lot. For an album that came out 20 years ago, it's incredible that... There's still so much I'm still finding out. Okay. And it means so much. To, I cried listening to Zion the other day. It's the first time that's happened. Really? Yeah, because I had a friend of mine, very close girlfriend of mine. She lost a baby. And that's never happened to me in my life, like somebody losing their baby. And I was like, fuck, mm. how does that happen? So when I heard Zion again, I was thinking about like the sacrifices and the joy of becoming a mother. And I'm getting older and getting a little softer, so you know. <laughs> All right. Name the best chicken spot anywhere. The best chicken spot Yeah, I'm sorry, man. It's Popeyes, bro. Really? You talking about anywhere? Like that can be accessible anywhere? Or just my favorite chicken spot. You're, this my is, this favorite is completely chi- subjective. Okay, my favorite chicken spot is a place in South Carolina called Maryland Fried Chicken. Okay. And they do a version of Baltimore's Chicken Box. Okay. But it's southern, so it's way more fattier. <laughs> How has your upbringing informed your life choices, good and bad? Give me was, the give me a bridge version. Give me a bridge version. I will. I uh, was born, born, and raised primarily by my mother. My father was in my life, as I told you before. I was raised bougie, um, and I really mean of the bourgeois class, like close to wealth or black people's form of uh, close to wealth. Mm-hmm. The good way. My standards are ridiculously high mm-hmm. as it comes to like visual aesthetics or proper procedure per se. We were kind of having this conversation yeah. about professionalism. Yeah, yeah. Um, my standards are really high when it comes to that. The downfall to that though is uh, sometimes those standards are out of context and they don't actually fit the culture or the demographic of the people that I'm trying to reach. Mm-hmm. You can't, trying to use a debutante marketing strategy for a trap show doesn't work. Absolutely not. But you can apply you can apply dope aesthetics and clean and sharp and 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 compelling damn right. aesthetics and people being on you know the on the business end of it. Yep. You, could, you could be on time. Yep. You know the artist might eh, it's the artist. You know you're dealing with you know what comes with that on any level. Right. Right. But you can still. You can still, uh, 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 you know, operate from up here. Yeah. You know, from what you promote. Yeah. You know, in that regard. Now, expectations. Okay. Yeah. You might have to, you know, f- be flexible with that. You know, depending upon who you're dealing with. But, of course. Okay. All right. Name name the one best and one worst character trait of your generation. The best character, oh, best character trait of my generation is our. The best part of our generation was actually we were able to transition from the real world show to this increased uh, rate of globalization, which means we don't need the real world show. It used to be, um, I mean, when we was growing up when I was watching like 
uh, real world back to New York. That was the only time that I could see a raw, uncut conversation between a black woman who was very black from Chicago and a white man who was very white from, I think it's from Minnesota or some shit like that, and them actually break down the issues that are between black men and black women and white men. Now, our generation has been able to see that conversation not just exist once a week on MTV, but actually exists constantly through social media. Yeah. I think that is a great thing because that makes us more aware for our, like our kids will have no reason to be ignorant or uh, uh, um, subversive towards other race, races and other cultures because everybody knows everything. The sad thing is with that lack of lines though comes a whole bunch of like heat and like friction and, mm-hmm. and like the, the thing that's going to kind of make our generation strange. We're supposed to be the generation that brings the free generation, but our generation is still going to be like fighting like the greatest generation or like the baby boomers because we just still have that mindset. So the f- unfortunately, the best part of our generation is the future and the worst part was our past. Okay. You're on, a, you're on an episode of Shark Take. What are you pitching and wearing? Um... Man, I probably went going Shark Tank. Okay, best late night food anywhere. Oh, China Blossom in Greenwood, Mississippi. Man, they got three <laughs> foot egg rolls that are the best egg rolls I've ever had in my life in Greenwood, Mississippi. Okay, Rockefeller or Cash Money? Cash Money. Have you ever suffered from FOMO, fear of missing out? All the time. You've been given a major award and you're being viewed by millions. Who are you shouting out in your award speech? Mm, my mother. Because I'm a producer, everybody that was involved in everything that I was doing, because Lord knows I couldn't, I couldn't write a song or sing a song or perform the way these, the artists that I touch do. So them mm-hmm. and my mother for you know that big push that she gave. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. What sits at the intersection of empathy and self-determination? Savagery. Be rich where you are or live wherever you want on your current income? Well, man, I plan on being in D.C., for a minute like i told you before i'm not really from anywhere so i would love to be from here mm-hmm. honestly so i give me the richness here okay yeah all right what was your craziest uber or lyft experience crazy thing i've only had one uber in my whole life that's fine several lifts one uber and the one uber it was i wasn't even driving i was um my homegirl, I think we were out on U Street or something like that. Like, it's just legit like my friend. She's drunk as shit. So I'm like, look, I'm going to call you an Uber. It's free for me this first time, whatever. Go home. I'll call you tomorrow, whatever. Put her in the lift. I'm texting her, like, all night, like, where you at? Did you make it home? Blase, blase. She calls me next. And she calls me in the morning. She's like, yeah, I'm home, but. And she starts telling me the story. And then I look onto my Uber account, and my Uber ride was, like, $4,000. Apparently, this girl had, like, thrown up everywhere in the uber like on the uber driver in the car in the glove compartment like on the floor apparently she threw up everywhere and like the the email came with pictures so imagine like an uber (laughs) poor uber just faces oh my god that's that's an uber driver's nightmare oh my god more so than getting into an accident yeah that that, that's and i'm saying this as a former uber driver yeah 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 So, yeah, they sent me a $4,000 bill. Needless to say, I never paid them niggas, and I'm not going to. Okay. Um, So they won't allow me to use Uber or Uber Eats. Fun fact. Okay. All right. You can use only one social media platform for the rest of your life. What is it? Twitter. What does living my best life mean to you? It means that Lil Duval, if Lil Duval can make a hit, your ass can too. 
phone. And oh, <laughs> this nigga been doing comedy songs forever. Mic drop. That was a mic drop statement. <laughs> For real. But no, Lil Duval's been making comedy songs since he came out on the scene. He's doing nothing that's inauthentic to his character. Yeah, yeah. So for the individuals are like, man, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do this, but I also do this on the side. Keep it up. Before okay. you know it, you could have the 16th song in the nation. And if Drake jump on that joint, then you know. You got the top song of the nation talking about smile, and it's a song about positivity. Yeah. Oh, there's not enough positivity. Like in our generation, there's not enough positivity. It's always like Kanye says that everybody's trying to control you through um, negative um, self-esteem. Uh -huh. But that song right there, yeah. I ain't going back and forth with you niggas. What? <laughs> <laughs> Living my best life. <laughs> All right, man. All right, Bimo, tell people where they can find you. Yo, you can find me. On Instagram and Twitter at Bemo Brown, B E M O Brown. Boom. Um, you can also follow my podcast, The Right Place to Bemo, at Bemo Speaks, B E M O underscore Speaks. Uh, and our new show, Cocoa Powder, The Makings of Chocolate City, in which I hope to have you on, Geronimo. Hey, man. So we could talk just, about the. Just send the invite. Of course. And we, and you know, we there. Cool. Cool. So that's where you can find me, man. Or, you know, find me out in the streets, player. I'm out there. I'm out here. All right. Cool. That's a wrap, Bemo. I appreciate you. I've been stalking you, bro. I'm gonna keep stalking, man. <laughs> you ain't been stalking, man, but you de you definitely you've been you've been you've been on me, man. It's all good, man. I appreciate you. Thanks for listening to this program on Full Service Radio, broadcasting and recording from the Line Hotel in Adams Morgan, Washington, D.C. Full Service Radio programming can be accessed live and archived on FullServiceRadio.org. Our talk programming is available on most podcast apps like iTunes and Stitcher, and our DJ sets are available on Mixcloud.com slash Full Service Radio. Full Service Radio features over 30 weekly shows and over 50 local hosts covering every topic imaginable. If you want to be a guest or get involved, email us at info at FullServiceRadio.org. Follow us on Twitter at FullServiceRDO on Instagram and Facebook at Full Service Radio. Thanks for listening.